Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible things the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Welcome in to the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I'm Dr. Jim Sears, your pediatrician for the day, and along with my sister Hayden Sears, a certified health coach. Hello, How everyone. How are you doing? Along Good. with Matthew, Soundman Matt. How are you doing? My little brother. Hey. Our little brother. <laughs> Our little brother. <laughs> so um, we are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and then help you through those that aren't. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh. Yeah. Oh, man. And hey, I've got one of those moments okay. right now. Um, having... Having to drive back to school because our eighth grader got um, dress coded. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's so funny. The other day it was uh, you know one of the holiday theme. You know they were dressing. They didn't have to wear their uniforms, uh-huh. so they got to dress as a holiday thing. And um, and uh, tell you what, you want to um, roll? Let's do a role play. I'll okay. be the teenager. You be mom. Okay, okay? I'll be mom. Okay. And, you, and uh, so I'm dressed. I come down in uh, heels that are way too high, <laughs> and then a dress that um, I mean, a skirt that might be a little short. And okay. then, uh, but you, you just all you do is suggest that maybe I take an extra change of clothes uh, just in case I get dressed. Okay, okay? sounds good. So. Hi, mom. Ready to go to school? Awesome. Awesome. Oh. What are you wearing? Well, oh, it's it's a dress up day for uh for the uh, school. Oh, and are you allowed to wear whatever you want? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what happens if they don't like what you're wearing? Uh, well, so, it'll be fine. Yeah. No, everybody wears this. It's it's fine. They do. Stop okay. bugging me, mom. Well, you know, I don't want to have to leave work to come bring you some clothes. No, or... I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, everybody how about wears this how stuff? about just in case you put an extra change of clothes in your backpack? Ugh, mom. No, it's fine. Everybody wears this stuff. Okay. So let's go. We're going to be late. Okay. 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 Then smash cut to a half an hour later. Um, Ring, 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 ring. I'm calling you on my cell phone. Hi, Kylie. What's going on? I'm in the middle of something. I'm about to see a patient. Hi, Mom. Um, I got dress coded, and you need to bring me another skirt. Is that okay? Sorry, I can't. I'm in in work now. Well, well, can Jim do it? No. No, he's seeing a patient. We're busy uh, here, hon. Well, what am I going to do then? Well, what's the the consequence? What happens? Um, I guess they said I can't be in class. Well, what what happens then? So, I don't know. And, <laughs> I don't and know. scene. And <laughs> yes, Shoot, living with prepared. a teenager. Oh. Yeah. So I, so I have a teenager. I should be better at this. I know. So yeah, I got to drive back to, from the. I went got to the office. I had to go back to the house, grab a skirt, and drive it to school. And she there she was sitting in the office with that. She, I'll give her credit though. She was uh, had that look like okay, yeah, you guys were right. Okay, learned my <laughs> thank lesson. You. And she said, thank you for bringing that. And oh, I'm like, good. okay, but okay. so funny oh. though. I was just like, look, just take an extra skirt because you never know. Mm-hmm. And then of course that that night we talked about it a little bit. And she's like, well, a lot of the other girls had skirts that were shorter. I don't mm-hmm. know why they picked on me. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, that's good that she she seemed like she learned a lesson. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the frustrating part is when they just don't and they oh my gosh so we got a good episode today we're going to talk about um well i mentioned uh that you're a certified health coach so we're going to talk a little bit about what that is we're going to talk about our favorite food swap um and then uh with the holidays um and gift giving we're going to talk about kids and materialism Uh, what what to do what not to do um i think we gotta hopefully take some phone call or two and then um and then later on, we're going to talk about just how important are fruits and veggies 
and uh, and then maybe end up with a a nice mommy moment from yes. you, right? Yep. And um, so, uh, oh, by the way, uh, you guys can find us at uh, the Doctor Sears. No, not Doctor Sears Family Podcast. <laughs> That's on Instagram or uh, on the web. Ask com slash podcast. And you can check out our Sears Parenting Library for all our wonderful books for just about any subject that you would need, um, whether it's raising babies, raising kids, raising teenagers, even uh, some of my dad's books later on uh, talking about how to age. Uh, healthy aging. Awesome. Healthy aging. All that. Uh, the pride time health, that sort of stuff. So um, – um, before we get to health, health coaches, okay. uh, last night I was, uh, you know, last episode where we were, t- I mentioned, I thought we might have bed bugs <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, um, I, I was funny. I was listening to that episode in, in bed last night. Just, I wanted to hear how it sounded and if, you know, if, uh, what we could improve. And I got to the point where I think I said, yeah, I found a bug in the bed, but I didn't tell my wife. And now <laughs> my wife, Jessica, she was literally laying right next to me and she's, whoa, what, what? Wait, what? You you found what? What what was it? Busted. I'm like, oh no no no, it was fine. She's like, no no, seriously, I want to know what it was. And you know, it's funny in the podcast, I had literally said I didn't tell my wife on purpose, and she's like, you didn't tell me. What do you wait? And then she, after a while, I kind of calmed down a little bit. She's like, no, wait. Was it a spider? Was it a spider? <laughs> she's like, that's it. And she she, she literally know, wanted to know what it was. And oh, it was pretty funny. Time to move. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I uh, finally yeah. got to calm down. And uh, luckily, and that was uh, a while back, and we have not found any more bugs Good. in the bed. So not bed bugs. Thank Update goodness. Update Status update. Okay, so so Hayden Sears, you're you're our office co- uh, office health coach, mm-hmm. uh, but you are certified. You reser- mm-hmm. received a certification from the Doctor Sears uh, Wellness Institute, yes, right, and uh, which I'm proud of. We've I don't know how long that's been around quite quite a number of over years ten now, years yeah. over ten years mm-hmm. now. We've trained over six thousand. Uh, health coaches around the country, around the world. Yeah, even. over twenty different countries. Yeah, we operate and this in. Uh, and these um, uh, health coaches go back into their communities and make a great impact. And mm-hmm. uh, but for you, you help our own patients in our office. And you know, most physicians don't have uh, very long to really sit. And we can give some good tips, but you can't really coach. Right. And yeah. You get to do that. What's that, <laughs> I what's get that to do like? That. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. I mean, so much of what I do is very conversational, but I mean, it, life coach is something that's been around for a long time. People that just need just kind of that step-by-step guide to help them through some of the things in life and health coach is is very much the same way. It's somebody to just kind of partner with and help you whether through it's it's through like a health crisis or just taking your health to the next level. Um that's what we're there for, and it's it's wonderful. I mean, um, people become health coaches for a lot of different reasons. They might do it to add to their previous, their already existing career, whether they're a doctor or, um, you know, they already are in a career and they just want to add that certification to be able to assist their sure, clients sure. Yeah, more also, efficiently. You, you mentioned doctors, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it is a quite intensive course. Um, you will learn way more in this course than you would in medical school in terms of nutrition. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, oh, it's fantastic. And and many of the coaches, like I said, they have other careers they're just adding this to, or they're establishing a new career. They're mm-hmm. becoming an entrepreneur. Um, they might want to, you know, a lot of what we do is virtual. So we get to work with people all over the world, over mm-hmm. the phone or 
um, online. It's it's fantastic. And we do all of our tra- – the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute does their trainings online, and another one starts in January. So if anybody's interested in, in looking into health coach certification, they can check out Ask Dr. Sears for that. Cool. Cool. And, you know, I know some like trainers, you know, they have certifications mm-hmm. for trainers, but you could add that on there and, and get to put more uh, letters behind your name. Exactly. Right? The, the more letters you get behind <laughs> your name, And it's fantastic. I mean, the, we, the better. And, and the, the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute creates the tools that you get to use to help your clients. So, so basically, they're just cutting out so much of the work for the health coach because I already have these tools available to be able to, to use for people. And it's, it's just fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. Cool, and um, obviously you you train you coach people into eating better and maybe uh, swapping uh, some foods out for better foods. Oh, that's right? a huge part of what we do. Actually, it's like mm-hmm. okay, I have this list of stuff we usually normally eat. How can mm-hmm. I make this list better? Like, yeah, yeah, if this yeah. list is a five, let's make it a seven. <laughs> you know, it's like realistic goals. So that's a huge thing we do. All right. So let's talk about one of our favorite food swaps. I, I'd like, I want to add one of these into each show just because okay. yeah, uh, no, there are so many different. They're so practical yeah, too. They're, and they're great. And it's something you can easily quick do. So one of my favorite food swaps is um, mayonnaise, take out mm-hmm. mayonnaise, and instead use avocado. Mm-hmm. So take mayo to avocado food swap. And Bam, um, right there. Now – it's funny. Uh, a lot of people like may- mayonnaise, and maybe it's not that bad for you, but avocado is way better for you, and it kind of can serve the same purpose. Now, first off, you know why do you often put mayonnaise on a sandwich to kind of give it a little moisture, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, you can spread avo- ripe avocado on the bread just like you would do mayonnaise, and it gives the same thing. Yeah, it really you know? does, and it's. I mean, it's kind of it's a. A healthier version, mm-hmm. somewhat of of mayonnaise. It's a fat, a fat right. and a moisture, and, yeah, and, and that's why not get an amazing quality right. fat? And uh, and if you kind of think of what mayonnaise is, it you know, <laughs> have you gross. ever seen it made? You know, you throw some eggs <laughs> and some oil, oil and a little vinegar, yeah. right, in it's, in a blender, and just go. Ew. It's one of those things Ew. when it's in something or on something, it's okay, but yeah, on its own, it's, it's just like you're reminded how. Kind of gross. It I is. know, right? <laughs> so I've done that in sandwiches. I've done it in wraps on a tortilla, uh-huh. a little, uh, you know, a tortilla, then some mayo, and then um, uh, some turkey or something, kind of roll it up. And mm-hmm. man, that's good. Yeah. So, um, so in my family, uh, my wife's allergic to avocados. Oh. So we, we actually, instead of avocado, I find myself doing hummus. Oh, Ooh, hummus is a good, that's okay. similar so kind of moisture mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. bit. Right. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's hummus made from chickpeas. Right, mm-hmm. and which is a great source of fiber. Yeah, and it's actually one of those good uh, prebiotics that help feed your uh, gut uh, bacteria. Mm-hmm. Is uh, lentils, leeks, and um, I want to, <laughs> and uh, chickpeas. Oh. are some good uh, things that the uh, the gut bacteria like. All right, cool. So favorite food swap. Everybody, go out and instead of using mayo, use avocado. Oh, love it. Thanks, Doctor Jim. Okay, so the other day I came across an article, mm-hmm. and the, here's the, the, the title of the article is The Three Parenting Strategies That Cause Kids to Become Materialistic. Mm-hmm. Now, that caught my attention, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Shoot, what <laughs> did I'm I do? Like, oh, I hope I'm not doing this. <laughs> so uh, I'll just read it quick. Most households have overflowing closets and overstuffed toys. Overstuffed toy chest filled with hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars worth of stuff. And of course, it's uh, holiday season, so yeah, we're going to yeah. just get more stuff. Mm-hmm. And rather than ask for a small toy for a birthday or holiday, many kids are asking for big, expensive tech gifts. Yeah, our daughter wants a uh, a new 
not a new, but she doesn't have, uh, she has her little laptop for school, but she wants this big, expensive gaming computer. I'm like, uh, uh, and you know, okay. So while you may have found yourself thinking enough is enough when it comes to your kids having too much stuff, paring down and cutting back isn't always easy, but giving kids too much stuff isn't healthy. Kids who are given more than they need are at risk of turning into materialistic adults. You know, that research shows that overindulged kids may experience a, experience lifelong consequences. They grow up to become dissatisfied and narcissistic adults. So, uh, okay, so let's let's not do that. <laughs> okay, <right? laughs> so, um, It's really, really, really hard. I mean, me- most places in this country probably, but I just feel like we live in such an affluent place. It's so hard to find that balance. Oh, yeah. And then, it's, you know, according to our kids, all everybody else at school has an Apple, an Apple Watch. watch. Yeah. You know, and... Which is so not true. Ex- yeah. It's so not true. Right. I was looking that... You said that the other day. I was looking around. I... I I maybe saw one Apple Watch and I looked around for a good, you know, few minutes. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, not true. Yeah. And, but but <laughs> it's so funny. That's how the kids think, though. Uh-huh. Everybody else has it. And, and um, so, uh, so let's, let's talk about some of the things. Um, now, I remember um, one of my favorite gifts as a kid. Um, you know, Christmas time was cool. We got some nice gifts here mm-hmm. and there. And uh, But one of the things that I remember, I, I would have been in probably the third grade, and I don't think my parents had a lot of money at the time. Uh, we go down in the basement after um, after the tree, doing the tree, and my dad goes, we got one more gift for you. And we go down in the basement. It was kind of the workshop area, and there was this massive pile of just scrap lumber and a big bow on it. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, cool. And we, me and my brother loved to build stuff at the time, make model boats and toy boats and just things. And my dad had just gone down to – my dad, our dad. <laughs> our dad. Um, had gone down to the hardware store, the lumber yard, and just said, hey, fill up the back of this country squire with just scraps of, mm-hmm. of lumber. And uh, and I still – I mean, that you was – remember that. That was 45-ish, 44 wow. years ago. And I still remember it. And just – I played with that all year long, building a ton of really cool stuff. So, um, so I always like, uh, you know, giving kids. Yeah, give let's give them a nice gift, mm-hmm. but let's not overdo it. I think if a child kind of, um, uh, you know, gives you their 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 Christmas list, mm-hmm. and if you get give them every single thing on the gift on that list, they tend to be just a lot less satisfied as opposed to when you surprise them with stuff that you think they would like. Yeah. Uh, so. And it's really hard. There's been okay. I I will admit something. A few years ago, it had just been a hard, hard year for our family. A really hard year. And so at Christmas, I just wanted to totally spoil them, and I did that. I got them every single thing, or I made sure they got every single thing on their list, right? From grandparents and this and this person and that person. Um, and in the moment, it probably felt great, but then their expectation for next year was the same thing. So I had like reset their expectations, and so so in the end, in the long run, that really did not did not go well. So I learned yeah. my lesson. Mm-hmm. Okay, I learned, definitely yeah. learned my lesson. And um, you know, what, I think what we're trying to do is is avoid uh, some some common mindsets that kids can get into if mm-hmm. if they're overindulged. And one of them is that success is defined by the quality and number of material goods in, an individual owns. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, for them to. Uh, to not feel good about themselves, if unless they have that Apple Watch, yeah, uh, you want to, you just you want to avoid that. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Um, or that se- you don't want to set them up for that sense of disappointment if they don't get that one thing. You right. know, they may yeah, have yeah. gotten those f- five things that they really, really wanted, but if there's that one thing they didn't get, 
because they're used to getting every single thing that's going to prevail there mm-hmm. over yeah. their Christmas. And, and then that second mindset is uh, that acquiring certain products make people more attractive. Mm. And uh, it's simply not true. It's not you know? true. But you know, we are told constantly all day, every day through oh ads gosh, that that yes. is true. Yeah. And just, <laughs> yes, just yesterday, Callie, uh, it's actually finals week at, at school. And so after she got done early, so came to the office uh, it's, it's because it's flu season and we were busy. And so Callie was up in the front of the office um, kind of helping helping out. And um, they were checking out one of, the, one of our moms. And after the mom left, uh, uh, Callie goes to her mom, mom, did did you see her purse? That was a coach purse. And it was, like, <laughs> it was like a really nice purse, you know, and she was just had her eyes. Like, wow. I wish I could have something like that. And so we, I think uh, mom used it as a teachable moment mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that is a very, very expensive purse. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, the more you spend on your purse, the less you have, have to put in it. in it. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to so. use that. All right, but uh, some things I found, um, let's talk about, let's go back to the article, the the, the three things parents do um, to promote materialism. One is rewarding children for their accomplishments uh, with material goods. Now, Mm -hmm. sure, um, (laughs) you know, paying your child for good grades or promising a new smartphone if if they do well uh, in a soccer game or something. Now, we all do that, but it may teach them that material goods are the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you getting good grades? It really shouldn't be so you get the smartphone. Mm -mm. It should be good that you can be so that you can be a success in school and feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. And um, And learn. You know, learn. (laughs) Get into college. So, (laughs) so, uh, And then the second one is giving gifts as a way to show affection. Uh, showering your child with gifts as a token of your love may teach him that being loved means getting presents. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we're not saying don't give presents, no. but you got to do other things. Yes, you know you can't just you know go to go to the store to buy your child's uh, uh, affection. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I th- I think especially really young kids love giving parents things. They love making things. They love gifting their parent with something. And that beautiful joy they see in our face can really teach them sometimes that, oh, I give somebody something, it makes them so, so happy. So I think making sure they understand, I'm happy because you made this or you thought of me and that's why I'm happy, not necessarily because it's this amazing thing. All this right, thing's not right. going to change my life. You giving it to me and you loving me in that way, that's what makes me so happy. Oh, I like that. And yeah. so, yeah, maybe the other parent, like the, the dad, um, with, can work together with the child to think about what's, what's, what's going to be a good gift for mom. Mm-hmm. And the mom can work with the child. What's going to be a good gift for dad and, mm-hmm. and talk about that sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, now, the third thing that we often do is pun- you, if punish children by taking away their possessions. Now, we do that all the time. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, um, <laughs> you just lost your phone for a day. Um, but however, send, that sends the message that being separated from your belongings is a punishment, and that could teach kids that they need their material possessions to feel good. So we want to try to avoid that. And, yeah, uh, see, no, I don't unfortunately, know. you know, the, with a that's, teenager, that's all they that's care all about. They, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's our leverage. Yeah, although I was talking about this with my wife this morning because um, we're saying that's all we ever do is yeah. just your phone's gone. Um, uh, what else do teenagers love? Spending time with their friends. So yeah. grounding. So good old fashioned grounding. You know, nope, you're not going to go to the to the movies. Yes, except, except now. I I'm trying so hard to get my kids to go spend time with their friends instead of just be on their phones with their friends. Oh, yeah. So that's what's hard. I mean, I, I get it, but I might disagree with this article a little with, in that case because I think having a separation from your possessions 
is a good consequence in a lot of ways. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's the way you do it, though. It's it's yeah, like yeah. you want to set them up to be, okay, you're getting separated from this phone because you're being very disrespectful to me mm-hmm. because you're focused on your phone. Right. You're not in the moment. <laughs> so so it's, it is kind of like it, oftentimes the phone is contributing to the problem. So if you frame it in that way and not, you know, different mm-hmm. than what the article is saying. Right, I'm not just willy-nilly right. taking it away, but it's part yeah. of the problem, so we're going to remove that problem right. for a bit. Yeah, you, you blew it because you were on your phone and you weren't paying attention to X, mm-hmm. Y, or Z. Therefore, the consequence is that the phone is gone. Yeah, you so know, it's part of a yeah. logical consequence. Yeah. I can get around this question. Mm-hmm. So that's my way right. of justifying yeah. being able to do this still. Yeah, so right. this is an interesting article. that When yeah. I read it, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, but, um, but they got some good points. They do, um, they do. So then the article goes on to talk about how to... To decrease materialism. And, uh, you know, the good news is there are some steps you can take to prevent your child from becoming materialistic. Um, and you don't have to deprive your child in order to prevent her from becoming uh, materialistic. So it's healthy to give your child gifts, but that doesn't mean you have to buy everything on her list or that you or that you have to give everything they want, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I, it's funny, I purposely back when, you know, my kids were younger, um, I'd, I'd love to say yes, 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 but I, I would always make sure every once in a while I would say no, just just to get, get them, them used to not the always getting the same, no. you know, getting the same thing. So, um, and uh, you know, also t- like I said, taking uh, taking away privileges, um, you know, uh, is is something to do. Um, and I and I like that. So so down where we are now in the article, it does kind of go back and and differentiate differentiate between, okay, it's a privilege to be on a cell phone. So you're getting that privilege taken away versus mm-hmm. you're getting an item taken away. Yeah, yeah. You just get so I like that. The article goes on to talk about, talk about uh, uh, just make sure it's not the only negative consequence mm-hmm. you ever impose. And that as soon as we talk about negative consequences, you always got to remember to give the positive consequences. When, the ch- when your child mm-hmm. is doing something right – you know, make sure you you give them. Uh, hey, way to go! I yeah. love I love how you did the dishes. The, yeah. the, the, the kitchen looks so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, the rabbit cage it looks awesome. Yeah, really know? notice when they're being gracious mm-hmm. and when they're showing gratitude. Really notice yeah. and highlight that. Yeah, because I, I, I'll admit I tend to uh, don't do that enough. You know, I, I, you know, I think if things are going well, you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when things are not going well, you, you say stuff. So yeah. Say something. So um, you got to get. You just got to. Be Make it a habit yeah, to, to do that. So, um, so some steps that the article talks about to um, help buffer your child's sense of entitlement in today's world. Uh, the first one is to foster gratitude. Teach your child to be grateful for what she does have. Um, that will help prevent her from being thinking she can't be ha- happy unless she has more stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and the, and the next one is focusing on quality time you know, rather than just giving things and gifts. Focusing on spending time together, or if it is an item you're giving, have that item be something that brings you together. Yeah, and right. I, I like really focusing on those types of things. Mm-hmm. I like that, and then uh, uh, role modeling generosity. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, you parents should really act how you you want your child to act mm-hmm. in a variety of of uh, areas, and um, so. Uh, give, you know, get together as a family and go give um, to a needy, another needy family, mm-hmm. especially around the holidays. There's so many programs where you can, uh, we used to do this in our church. We would um, find another family who had kids the same age as ours mm-hmm. and uh, the church helped. It made it very they easy to do that. They'd yeah. match you up and we'd go take over some uh, holiday gifts, some Christmas presents. And uh, it, it, it's really helped the kids uh, 
uh, appreciate what yeah. they do have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we do that in, in our family probably at least once a year. Um, I have a little four-year-old boy. Uh, we take a bag. He helps me gather up, you know, old toys, and we, we lay it out really clear. We're, we're going to give these toys to other kids who don't have any toys. And, and, and he lights up. He's like, oh, this is awesome. It's going to make them so happy. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, we're trying to foster that attitude of, of giving and charity and everything. And, and so um, you can do this with, with young kids. They'll get it. Oh, yeah. No, they really it. do. And then mm-hmm. when they see the parents just have such joy in doing that, they'll get the message. It is so, it, it's so joyful to give and, and not just get and mm-hmm. want. Yes, exactly, and uh, the, the the gift of time mm-hmm. and attention and togetherness, uh, you know, that uh, sometimes I've, for my parents, um, our parents, um, for their Christmas birthday present or Christmas present, uh, I would often give them a, just a little card uh, saying, hey, we're going to have dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, this is good for one dinner, dinner together, and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and we're, everybody's so busy, we, you know, sometimes that just doesn't happen, and uh, they, that's one of their, their favorite gifts. Yeah, well, I remember growing up, I would ask mom and dad what they wanted. And when I was little, it was always, mom always said something like, I want a nice, peaceful house for the day. <laughs> I want you guys to be really, really nice to each other. No fighting for a whole day. It would annoy me so much. But now I get it. <laughs> I totally said the same thing to my kids the other day. They were asking me what I wanted for Christmas. I'm like, I want you to not fight for a whole day. <laughs> oh, wow. They're like, oh, like, no, no way. That's way to know. Can't we just buy you an Apple Watch right. instead, mom? But, uh, you know, I saw a recent... Um, meme or something about uh, instead of buying things, uh, buy experiences, you know, trips and things like that. But one of the things we're actually going to get our daughter, she's 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 a, a good singer, but she wants to be better. So we're going to get her voice lessons, you know, some actual uh, real training, professional training. And uh, that's something that will, I'm sure she'll appreciate and she'll use that for yeah. who knows the rest of her life. Totally. All right, well, this is good stuff. Um, Let's take a little break, and we are going to come back. I believe we have a phone call. Uh, Mom wants to ask us about the upcoming flu season and what to do about it and when to call the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the dreaded flu season. Hey, everybody, a quick message from the North Pole here. We've been quite busy making lots of toys for, you know, all the good girls and boys. But once Santa leaves for his magical journey to deliver all those gifts, we elves don't have much to do. So, since my sister and her husband down in Pensacola are expecting a new bundle of joy in the next few weeks, I have put together a nice little gift basket from the Sears Parenting Library. There are more than 30 child-wearing titles to choose from, with everything from pregnancy, childbirth, and breastfeeding to discipline, sleep, and ADD. So, if you're looking for that perfect gift for that new or veteran parent on your list, check out the Sears Parenting Library on AskDrSears.com. All right, Dr. Jim, we have uh, caller Jen on line two. All right, Jen, can you hear us? Hi, Dr. Sears. Yeah, I can hear you. How all are right. you? How's, all right, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Just coming in. Love your podcast, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, we have fun doing it. Um, so what's, uh, what's, your, what's your question? My question is, I'm just curious, how do you know uh, when your child is sick enough to actually bring him or her into the doctor's office? Oh, wow. That's a good one. That is a good one. It's mm-hmm. flu season. Yeah. You just, uh, <laughs> right. How old are your kids? Well, let's see. I have an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and then a 4-year-old little boy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I have my hands full. So we got uh, <laughs> lots of grades in there, lots of germs coming home, and everybody's spreading everything. Exactly. 
Oh, man. We actually just had our first positive flu test yesterday in the office. I stared at it and it was like, no! No! (laughs) But that's actually not really bad, though. I mean, one flu. For one only? Yeah. I've had a couple. I had one child, I think, last week test positive over the weekend in the ER. But I, you know, but then, but actually in the office, positive flu test. So we're on. It's on. Full on. Mm. Oh, man. So so, oh, so man. much for so much for sleep for me. <laughs> right. But, um, well, that's just the scary thing about um, bringing your child into the doctor's office is that you're potentially exposing them to new germs, right? So it's like, when right. do you bring them or not? It's kind of like, you know, catch 22 kind of? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Exactly. And that's one of the things um, often, especially, you know, I'm on the subject of flu, um, Sometimes mm-hmm. it's best to to not go into the doctor's office because all you're going to do is spread it to everybody that you come into or, contact true. with, you know. Um, but true. let's just uh, take your question in general. If your child gets a mm-hmm. fever or is uh, sick with vomiting or something, you know, what are the some mm-hmm. so what are some of the things? And and that's sometimes tough. You know, the moms will call our office mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, kind of want to know. Okay, my child's been vomiting for uh, this morning. You know, do I need to bring him in? Or or they're you know they had a fever since last. Last night is it time to come in yet? And uh, now there aren't any, you know, it's it's not like a one size fits all recipe. Like if this happens, you automatically. You know, there's a few things, but in general, it's it's how sick does your kid look and how mm-hmm. worried is the parent? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just re- realistically, a, a first time parent will probably be bringing their child in more <laughs> more often than, yeah. than, the, the, than the mom who has eight kids. You know, and right. um, yeah. But uh, for for one thing, if you have a young baby, uh, say mm-hmm. under three months of of age, if they have a fever, uh, which would be uh, at that age defined as a uh, hundred point a hundred point five rectally mm-hmm. uh, or above, um, automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, automatic mm-hmm. need to go see the doctor uh, or go to the oh, wow. ER if it's at night. Um, okay. So, but uh, but your kids are older mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you know run a, you know typical uh, school age, and so if they run a fever, uh, we we often if a parent ask me ask me my child has a fever. What do I do? Well, I my next question always is what are they doing? What are they doing right now? And well, he's, he's jumping on the bed, playing uh, playing video games or something. Okay, he's probably <laughs> right. fine. You know, if it's uh, right. yeah, he's kind of just laying on the couch, not moving. He hasn't eaten for half mm-hmm. a day. Then then I kind of worry. Um, right. So if, if if you know, it's really just the general of uh, the, the level of sickness. You know, if a child is 103 and playful, that's less worrisome than one, 101 and lethargic. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. You know, yeah. and uh, certainly if the Fever um, now, if you know, if the fever lasts longer than seventy-two hours, and the child's mm-hmm. really not that ill, um, usually I use a seventy-two-hour mark. Um, you know, if the child, is, you know, if it otherwise seems fine at home, but maybe seems like a virus, but the fever. Once we hit that seventy-two mm-hmm. hour mark, I like to okay, at least let's check, look for right. other things, listen for pneumonia, uh, look in the throat, see if it might be strep or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, um, then, um, you know, it still might be a virus, uh, you know, certainly the flu can last five, sure. six days. And, um, if, uh, now what, what about vomiting? Um, if we, if we think the child's getting dehydrated or they're vomiting up, uh, bile, dark green mm-hmm. bile, green. um, mm-hmm. you know, if they just cannot, uh, hold anything down and is, uh, in acting really, really weak, uh, decreased urination if it's a younger baby, 
um, mm-hmm. less diapers, uh, that sort of a thing. Um, you know, if you look in their mouth and it looks dry, um, those are signs of dehydration. Usually, warrants a doctor's visit. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously, of course, uh, if you're not sure, ask. Call. You right. know, it never hurts to Always call, call in. the office because yeah. you know you'll talk to the nurse, and the nurse has a lot of great protocols about when to uh, when to come in, when not to come in. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and you know it's funny. I I know I haven't done this for a while, but uh, especially yeah. when my kids were really young, I would call Dad's office or Jim. Yeah, I would call your guys' <laughs> yeah. office yeah. and talk yeah, right. to Sue, which is Sue is amazing. She's mm-hmm. our front desk yeah. person for so so, so many years, and just sometimes talking it through with her. That's how I would mm-hmm. decide if I should come in or not. Sometimes yeah. I just needed to kind of verbally process yeah. that. And, yeah. Am I just yeah. being a, a, a worried mom yeah. or is this for real? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I just needed to call to make sure I wasn't being neglectful. It's like I had this yeah. good feeling like, okay, I think they're fine. It's probably just the virus. It needs to run its course. But I'm going to call just to make sure that I'm not uh, underreacting or overreacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's pretty yeah. good. So, yeah, uh, yeah. make sure. Well, so uh, hopefully uh, your kids don't get sick. Lots of lots yeah. of wash your hands a lot. Eat lots of fruits and veggies, yes. and uh, keep that immune system up. And uh, hopefully, uh, you don't have to call your doctor. Yeah, hopefully, fingers are crossed on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. And I guess this is maybe a good uh, plug for one of our books, The Portable Pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like having a pediatrician at home. You know, yep. uh, you know that it's a great book. It yeah, is- well, and Jim, it's funny. I don't know if you, if you remember this. A few years ago, I texted. So uh, some, when my kids are sick, I have four doctors I can text and ask them <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoever responds back uh, quickly gets, uh, gets to help me. Um, but I remember once you re- replied back with, do you have our book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. You can look it up page so so yeah. on the portable oh, pediatrician. Yeah. I did the I did <laughs> funny, not. I did the same thing twenty five <laughs> years ago. As a matter of fact, probably to the day my daughter uh was just a week old, or maybe actually she was only just a couple of days old now that I think about it. Um and she had a little um, broken blood vessel in her eye, mm. a little red mark, and I was worried about it. And I'm I'm in medical school, so I still <laughs> really didn't know anything. So I I, I called my dad. Um, dad, you know, what do, uh, is this? Do I worry about this or not? And he's like, um, he he said, yeah, no, you don't need to worry. But but it is in the book. And so uh, it's in the baby book page, whatever. Um, so yeah, those those are two great books: the baby book um, and then the portable pediatrician um, are great uh, yeah. resources for parents. So I mentioned in that call uh, the fruits and veggies, mm-hmm. eating your fruits and veggies. And everybody knows uh, moms have told us for centuries to eat our fruits and <laughs> veggies. But um, let's talk a little bit about just how important that is. And, uh, I mean, obviously there's books. You could do a whole television series <laughs> on this and talk about this for hours and hours and hours. But let's just maybe touch on um, maybe help motivate our parents out there to get their kids to eat mm-hmm. some more fruits and veggies. And um, uh, there, I did a study in my office a few years ago. I wanted to kind of just tabulate how many fruits and veggies my, my patients were eating. And, uh, you know, I tend to do a lot of, ed- a lot of education in my pra- practice. And I, I uh, um, so in with each patient, I did this for about a month um, that came in, I would give them a little survey and ask how many uh, servings of fruit have you had in the last 24 hours? How many servings of veggies? And they asked a few other things like, do you eat fish and what supplements you're on? But um, when I tabulated the results, mm-hmm. I was 
astounded and disappointed that um, on average, my patients were eating uh, one and a half servings of veggies a day and two servings of fruit. And uh, that is a long way away from the nine to 13 servings that we're really needing each day. But I have to say, even more sad, that actually is better than the national average. Yeah. So at least, I mean, yeah. it's so sad, but at least, you know, our, our patients yeah. are, are doing great, are doing better than the national mm-hmm. average. So let, yeah. let's it, acknowledge that. Yeah. Well, hey, all right. But still, Aiden's it's all still, like, I'm a health coach. I know. I help. I promise. I help. We'll do better. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's, a, it's a bummer because um, I think we're really seeing in our generation uh, – um, a, a big um, – a lot of the negative effects of mm-hmm. losing all those fruits and veggies out of our diets. Um, a lot of the – just about any chronic illness that you can think of can be reduced um, or prevented by a diet rich in fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables. And, um, and it's just – there's over 900 studies that are very easily found that have just looked at that. And mm-hmm. uh, one of them, uh, you can cut your cancer risk in half by eating a, a diet rich in, in fruits. And um, but let's maybe get into why is that? Because I think if you um, if parents can understand kind of what's going on inside the body and why we need those fruits and veggies, mm-hmm. um, it heck, it might get a little yeah. more of them on the on the dinner table. Yes. And um, the main concept that we'll start with is the concept of free radicals. And uh, in, it, essentially what that is, is in the body, uh, think of the body as an engine mm-hmm. or a computer. Um, it's, there's met a lot of metabolic processes going on and, uh, and um, just the, the, uh, the energy creation in the body. And it's kind of like that exhaust, you know, the heat coming out of the exhaust of a, of a car or the heat coming out of a computer. Um, it's just uh, um, – Energy, when energy is created, um, you know, it's, the body is kind of under constant attack from something called oxidative stress. When you have oxygen in the body, it splits into a single atoms, um, which have unpaired electrons. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I know I'm losing you, but um, <laughs> come back, come um, back. electrons, they like to be in pairs. So if they're unpaired, they're kind of like, I think of them as, you know, those little toy magnets. You get a little handful of magnets and uh-huh. they want to like grab each other. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of happens. That's kind of like what's going on in the cells. If you get one unpaired electron, it starts looking uh, for a pair. Uh-huh. It's like it wants to trying to, it wants something. to pull another electron from something else. And we call that's what's called a free radical. It's kind of like a little, very powerful little ball of energy. And it, it will go into the body and it'll kind of seek to scavenge the body to find another electron to pull it off something. And it, that causes damage to cells, proteins, and DNA. Um, and really, and, that's kind of the basis of where so much disease starts, right? right? Like exactly. Right there in that mm-hmm. function. And you kind of get a, this little chain reaction. The first free radical pulls an electron from a molecule, and so that new molecule is destabilized, and so that molecule starts looking for another free radical uh, to uh, to pull off of, and then you, you really get this chain reaction and and getting that destabilization uh, going throughout the cell, throughout the cell mem- membrane, and you get this domino effect effect that it can uh, eventually disrupt the whole function of that cell and make uh, the membrane. Cell membranes are so, so important. They, they kind of, they act as a wall, uh, keeping uh, bad stuff out of the cell, allowing good stuff in. And if you got the damage to that cell wall, um, 
from the free radicals, uh, you get disease. Mm. And uh, it can go even further. Uh, inside the cell is the DNA. And that, that uh, free radical can get in there and damage the DNA, which is the blueprint for your body to regenerate mm-hmm. itself. And when it, when, when ne- if you now have a flawed blueprint for when that cell wants to, de- to regenerate, which is happening trillions of times every day in your body, um, it's just set, setting you up for disease. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, uh, you know, everything from macular degeneration, cardiovascular disease, certain cancers, emphysema, uh, even alcoholism, mm-hmm. al- Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, ulcers, uh, pretty much all inflammatory diseases like arthritis, lupus, all those autoimmune issues, um, all can be uh, really the basis of the trigger of that disease is um, free radicals. Mm. And then, of course, aging. Yeah, <laughs> aging. So, so then how do fruits and veggies uh, play into that, right? They make you stop aging. They make you stop aging. <laughs> right. That's exactly. why we look so fantastic. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um, uh, fruits and veggies, uh, we, it's the antioxidant uh, we talked about. If you have a lot of free radicals going on in the body, uh, the body is under oxidative stress. Now, uh, and what an antioxidant is, what it, what, what it comes in is um, it offers – all those free radicals, that extra extra electron. An antioxidant um, has a lot of electrons to give without itself becoming destabilized. So it's kind of just it's uh, it it satisfies the hunger of that free radical to uh, it kind of shuts down that chain reaction and just kind of ends the whole chain re- uh, chain reaction mm-hmm. and it, and every and everybody stays happy mm-hmm. and, and healthy. uh, healthier <laughs> and looking younger and smarter and just. Everything, you yeah. know, yeah, and um, so, um, but why? How about just take a, a vitamin then, uh, antioxidant vitamin? Mm-hmm. Would that help? Uh, it, it, it might. Help. It might help. So, it might help some. It might help some. I, th- I think that, and and we, I mean, we have a lot of isolated vitamins. Some of them are great for certain things. The thing is, there are hundreds of thousands of these phytochemicals, phytonutrients in fruits and vegetables. Some we've not even ever identified yet. Mm -hmm. And so we know that those all work together synergistically to do what they're supposed to do. They are made to work in our body to to do all those things. And so if we're if we're just getting those isolated ones that we've been able to rep, replicate, we're missing so many of those nuances that we we don't even know what they do yet, which is is fascinating. Yeah. And and so many of them we do know what we, what they do. So it's really important to get those 9 to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day minimum. And that's minimum. I mean, you guys, I know that sounds like a lot, but we're being realistic. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just try- we really are trying to be oh, realistic. Yeah. And we know oh. that it's super hard. I mean, that we, the Sears family, we 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 spend a lot of time and energy keeping healthy ourselves and sharing that those tools with others. So this is what we do for our career and our hobby and our mm-hmm. lifestyle. Even then, it's really hard to get that many fruits and vegetables yeah. in. But you need to. But we need, you need to. to. We really, really, really do. Because so much of life nowadays, um, it really promotes these free radicals. Mm-hmm. Eating fried foods. Uh, drinking alcohol, uh, tobacco smoke, pesticides, air pollutants, even exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a great day in the gym today. And, uh, but exercise, it's, it, in, the more energy you burn, just burning energy in the body creates free radicals. Mm-hmm. So you need, to, you need to be able to neutralize those. Yeah. And that's why, um, you know, there's a, a great study I know that uh, looked at uh, athletes uh, that ate a, a 
a diet rich in fruits and veggies um, had less oxidative stress in their muscles and the muscles recovered faster mm-hmm. um, just simply by having all those antioxidants. You, you touched on um, all those things in fruits and veggies that are good for us. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought I'd uh, um, just to, to, so parents know we're not just making this up. Okay. Um, uh, some of the things that are good in uh, fruits and veggies, uh, some of these things, obviously, you'll, you'll have heard. You know, you got your fiber. You got your vitamin C, your vitamin E. Uh, you got your carotenoids, flavonoids, folic acid, uh, selenium. Um, now we're going to get into something, some things you may have never heard. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> Isothiocyanates. Um, it sounds like it'd be actually bad for you, but right, actually is so a, one of those good things. Phenols, protease inhibitors, plant sterols, isoflavones, uh, isoflavones, uh, lignans, plant sterols. Oh, I already said that one. Something called saponins. Have you ever heard of, of a saponin? I've never heard of sa- uh, But you know what? In five years, they're going to yeah, say yeah. saponins. Oh, you got to get your saponins. We're going to save our lives yeah, forever. Right. Yeah, you know? and that's, you know, whenever <laughs> one of these things is discovered, a lot, a lot of the companies will try to make, put it into a pill. Uh-huh. I remember when lycopene uh, became a big thing and lutein, you know, they mm-hmm. started putting it in vitamins, but you're still missing out on those other all those other thousands mm-hmm. of things like inositol hexaphosphate. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, I didn't take um, my inositol hexaphosphate yeah, pill today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's, there's just all those things um, that uh, if you – the more fruits and veggies you eat, the better. And uh, we know uh, you really should um, fill half your plate. Mm-hmm. That's really – I mean, if you can talk about serving size and this and that and calories, but – if you just want to think general, half your plate, or if you have a snack, half your snack, mm-hmm. half of what you generally eat, if that's plant-based, you're doing a great, great job. Try to go for raw. Um, but also along with that is when you have half of your plate be fruits and vegetables, then it's already taking away so many of the foods you're really not supposed to be eating oh, yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah. So it, some up people on the good d- stuff. Yeah, and sometimes when I coaching, I depending on the personality, people really don't like it when I say they can't eat certain things. They don't want to have things be taken away. So for those people, I like I first focus on okay, what's what are we going to add into our diet first? And just by nature, it takes some of that other stuff away. So um yeah. yeah, that's good. That's why I, I love just for snacks. I'll I'll try to go for a piece of fruit first because mm-hmm. I usually it usually fills me up. Mm-hmm. You know, if I and uh, if I've got that snacky feeling, if I eat a little orange, we got those little cuties on our uh, little mini tangerines. They're mm-hmm. sitting on our on our kitchen counter right now. Just grab one of those, and uh, you know, instead of a cookie or something, it, it's it will fill you up and be so much better. Um, something we didn't I touched on at the very beginning. We you know we talked about antioxidants. That's probably one of the really important mm-hmm. parts um and uh because you know today's lifestyle it's just it does there is a lot more fast food fried foods and um and we're not saying never have that Mm-mm. but just you can counteract the effects of that, that with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. um but then there's all the um biochemical processes um that uh fruits and veggies will uh are a vital part of that um we you know we talk about the vitamins mm-hmm. okay um when you when you take biochemistry, Matt, you were you actually he was a full on pre med student, mm-hmm. um, so you remember all your bio. Matter of fact, Matt was probably got the best grades of <laughs> all the eight kids, um, and he was I think he was actually smart enough not to go to medical school. Uh, yeah. You hear pre med people dreading organic chemistry and everything, but I actually pretty enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. fascinating. Yeah, at the time. 
But um, <laughs> if you think of it, this just uh, it's like a factory, right? And um, um, and there's all these little pieces that need to happen to make this bio, this this process, this uh, chemical reaction to happen. And these are good chemical reactions, uh, uh, part of your metabolism. Um, and you th- maybe think of them of, as a bunch of gears. You know, you got your big mm-hmm. gears turning your little gears, and uh, like you know, vitamin C. A, um, for an example, is one of those tiny gears that is required for uh, collagen synthesis for your connective tissue, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and if you you know you may have this big machine, you know this big factory uh, to, that's supposed to make collagen in your body, but if you're just missing this one tiny gear, um, it, the whole the whole process shuts down. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you don't get vitamin C in your diet, what do you get? Scurvy, scurvy, you know, and um, so that vitamin C is that tiny little cog in in the factory that makes the whole process work, and and there's just uh, there's thousands of examples of that sort of situation that if you're not getting um, all those little nutrients, um, it, it just it's not going to work, and you're going to have disease. Mm-hmm. And real quick, I want to mention. Uh, what we call vitamins are those little cogs that scientists have identified as being important in these pathways. Yeah, like but, a catalyst. A catalyst, oh. yeah. But the, the 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 ones we have names for are only the ones that they've identified, but maybe a few dozen, you know, vitamin A, B, C, whatever, K, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned before, there are literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of these unidentified chemicals that still play important parts in these pathways. Oh, right. Yeah, and, and it's possible that those are even the most vital ones, uh-huh. right? I mean, it's going to be fascinating right. what we find yeah, out in the yeah, next Yeah, next year years. they're going to come out, you know, uh-huh. discover this amazing um, <laughs> nutrithiazole. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that's, that's, in, that. that's in limes or something, yeah. and, uh, um, and it's vital for whatever, brain health. And, um, but uh, so those of us that have been eating whole fruits, whole fruits and veggies uh, mm-hmm. for most of our lives will be, hey, cool. Yeah, we're I've been, good. I've been, we're covered. We're yeah, covered. I've been taking and, that. I mean, really, it's, I mean, it's so many things. We talk about so many things. It's, it, but it's also an insurance policy. It really is. Like mm-hmm. you're eating these things and we know it does all these amazing things, but there's so many other things that it does that we just don't even know yet that we get to find out. So yep. investing in, yep. in that is huge. So, uh, yeah. So. Real, real quick before we move on from this topic, uh, we'll probably do a whole podcast on this subject about how to get little kids mm-hmm. to want to eat fruits and veggies. Um, but you're not going to try and explain to a four-year-old metabolic pathways <laughs> and yeah. radicals. No. Well, no. the four-year-old, you do it so that he can score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just telling. I was just telling a, a, a patient yesterday. Um, he was a baseball player, and um, um, we were just chatting, and and it's so funny. Um, I literally matter-of-factly said, "Well, of course you got to eat your carrots because it help you hit, hits home runs. Yeah. You want to hit home runs, right? Don't you?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like. Because if you don't eat your carrots, all you're going to get is strikeouts. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> make, well, it, make it relatable to something yeah. they want to do. My, yeah. So my son, he was you know a few years ago, Star Wars, so into Star Wars, <clears throat> like Levi is now, Matt's son. And when he would Luke, be struggling through eat eating his- eat your carrots, <laughs> Luke. Luke. <laughs> eat your carrots. No, but he would be eating his breakfast, usually before school, and um, and he would complain and- but I would explain to him that that those fruits he was eating was his force field for the day. I would kind of explain a little bit how it goes, but for him the word force field, like, oh, and I would say, okay, yeah. force fields up. Yeah, I would just make it fun and like my I would yell, force, force fields. My up. force field is up. Is it not? <laughs> 
that's way better than me, Jim. <laughs> way better than me. But he got excited, and he would. I remember overhearing him tell a friend when he was getting out of the car, like he said something like about his force field, and it just made me so happy. <laughs> but to well, him, that made him excited to eat his stuff. So. And it's so true. That's it what is. it is. It's, it's it is field. a force field against really nasty it stuff. Is. You know, we know uh, eating a high fat meal will cause your um, arteries to constrict. And mm-hmm. uh, that's why a lot of heart attacks happen um, after a fatty meal. We'll call it the steakhouse heart attack. But eating a diet rich in fruits and veggies will reduce that. Yes, it is absolutely. your force field against uh, uh, clogged arteries. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Force field. <laughs> Horse fields. Horse fields up. Oh my gosh. Um, You know, one of the things, we'll just touch on this. um, You asked, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this over and over and over how to get your kids to eat more fruits and veggies. One of the best ways to do it is just to eat fruits and veggies yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. if you if the kids grow up seeing mom and dad's plates, uh, you know, when the kids are babies, that they're eating off of your plate. So mm-hmm. if half the plate is fruits and veggies, they're going to eat fruits and veggies, and they just grow up to to do that. You yeah. know, and so um, you know, if your kids seeing see you doing it, um, they are way more likely to do it. Okay, good stuff. Mm. Uh, more fruits and veggies. I like that. Yeah. Now we're, I'm I think we're. Now. <laughs> yeah, I know it's lunchtime. Um, okay, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Um, but before we finish up, uh, it is time for Hayden's mom to mom moment. And this is this has been popular on the website, uh-huh. but uh, now we're doing one live. I love yeah. it. What do you got? Hayden? Well, this, you know, this is just kind of a, a chance for me to share something that's on my heart. And I, I was trying to think of a self care tip for the holidays because I mean, the holidays really can be brutal on on parents. Um, and I've all I've done this for the last few years. It's been my biggest heading into the holiday self care tip, and that is to get all your gifts purchased before December. It has helped me go into the holidays just feeling so good and prepared, and I can be super present. Um, and just that anxiety is not there. So did, did you, that did, is my. Did you do that this year? <laughs> no. Yeah. It oh, is man. now a week before Christmas, and I have, I've, I've not even. I mean, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> the rest of the day is I'm going to be shopping mostly online. Yeah. So oh. I did mom, not. Mom, f- why do all our presents say Amazon? Amazon. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. I think it was two years ago. I actually, our entire tree was just a bunch of Amazon. I, I took a picture of it. I'll put it up on our Instagram. I, I, I was, I, I joked saying, "I'm so glad Amazon gift wrapped," and it's just a bunch of like oh beige boxes with the. Amazon yes. tape on there. But, um, you know, yeah, my wife was stressing too. And um, she asked, you know, I still don't know what to get you for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what I really want for Christmas is to you not stress mm-hmm. about what getting me, yeah. what to get me. You know, just don't that, – that, that's the gift to me that just – Relax instead of taking those couple of hours of what are you going to do to get me something. Just mm-hmm. uh, take some time to yourself, and that's yeah. uh, that's my. Uh, I would love to know that you're not stressing. Yes. About it. Yeah. You know? So that's, and you know what, I, I have a few really really close friends. We all kind of have we're, we're stressed in that way at gift giving, and so we've communicated about this, and we even said, okay, among our friend group, we're not going to do Christmas gifts. We're just, that's, we're going to just say, Hey, let's not do that. That's just stressful. And, and it just adds to that anxiety. But what we do is just during the year, if we see something, one of them like, we'll get it. We just give gifts randomly instead of Christmas gifts. And I love that. Apple Apple watch. Can it be an Apple watch Uh, for me? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. I like that. That was a good mom to mom moment. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jim, I think you just got a text. Oh, Oh yeah, it's it's my wife. Oh, speaking of gifts, <laughs> speaking the of subject gifts. is I want these. Let me let me uh, punch on it. What Man, is it? Man, I need what to le- learn to be more direct. Like yeah, right. 
She she sends me stuff all the time. I want these. Oh, these are the little workout gloves. Oh my gosh, this is funny. I actually we were in the gym today. Um, um, we uh, I actually ordered these already for her. So um, so don't yeah. make sure she doesn't listen to this podcast yeah, so until right, after uh, Christmas. Exactly. Right? How funny. Um, although now she's gonna think that. I only got them because well, she I'll asked for them. Okay, then so play this podcast right, for right. her after so, and be like, yeah. see, hi. See, no, I knew already. Yeah, I saw these in the gym today. Actually, Jessica was not in the gym with me this morning because uh, finals week and our daughter had to go to school later. So I was in the gym much earlier and I saw somebody with these, these mm-hmm. little kind of half glove thing to kind of so she doesn't get calluses on her hands. Mm-hmm. And um, and I saw that. I'm like, oh, where'd you get those? So I looked at them and I literally ordered them two seconds later on Amazon. And uh, so... So, Love it. Shh, okay. Secret surprise. Okay. Oh, that music. Guess the, guess yeah. what time it is. I guess we're at the, the end of the podcast. Yes. This has been a fun episode. So much fun. Um, what do we talk about? Materialism, mm-hmm. uh, lots of fruits and veggies. Don't buy your child an Apple Watch. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. But I'll just remind you, uh, hey, uh, we'd love to hear uh, all the parents out there, um, some of your ideas for getting your kids to eat more fruits and veggies. Send uh, send us a note on Instagram, uh, Dr. Sears Family Podcast on Instagram, or you can reach us on the web at askdrsears.com slash podcast. And don't forget to check out the Sears Parenting Library. A <laughs> um, lot of great info there. So in, uh, on the website, you can see all the dates I have coming up for lectures and uh, fun stuff. Um, and uh, this is it. This has yeah. been a good show. And uh, we are so happy that you're here to celebrate with us the many joyful moments of parenting and hope that we can help you through those that aren't. Yes. <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye.